This edition of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by Tolly and Associates. Contact Dom Tolly for all your insurance needs at 816-232-8400 or come on out to Tolly and Associates at 2606 North Belt Highway for all your insurance needs. Ladies and gentlemen, we're still here. I am on AA Football Media Day. We are here with the former head coach of the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats and now current UCO head coach Adam Doral. Um, coach, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and just welcome. thank you for being on. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, exciting to be back. Well, Coach, um, as we just mentioned there, former Northwest um, coach, um, just talk about um, your coaching career, um, where your stops were, and then talk about how you got to Northwest before we get to everything else. Yeah, so, you know, obviously I played at Northwest Missouri State, and then I was I left and was a graduate assistant one year at Northeast Oklahoma, and then I, I went back to Northwest. And then from there I went to uh, South Dakota to a small, small school, Dakota State. Uh, it was an NAI school, and then I went from there to William Jewell. Uh, and then at William Jewell in 2004, I got hired back at uh, Northwest as the line coach and then was the uh, offensive coordinator at one point in time and then the head coach. Well, Coach, um, you, want, you were able to win three national championships out of your last um, four years there. What were you feel like were some of your biggest keys uh, with culture and everything in order to bring all that winning? I know that you're carrying on a winning tradition from Coach Churchman, but um, just talk about your cons- um, just the consistency of the Northwest football program when you were there. Yeah, I think the thing that it really stands out to me, and I again, I think it's hard for the casual fan to see, but... Uh, you know, our guys at, at Northwest when we were there, and it's still, they just, they really loved each other. Uh, they had a deep love for each other. They played for each other. There was a sense of community there uh, that you're just a higher calling than themselves. And I think that's something that, that makes that place very special. Well, Coach, after the 2016 season, you went and took a job at Abilene Christian. I remember the days when Abilene Christian was playing D2 football. It seemed like they played Northwest every yeah. single year. But, um, Coach, what attracted you to that job back in 2016? You know, I think the biggest thing for me was just a new challenge. Um, you know, I'd been in Maryville a lot, been at Northwest a lot in my career. And, you know, I've talked to, to coaches. And I, I think all of us, uh, doesn't matter what profession we're in, I, I, don't, I don't think any of us want to look back when we're – you know, old and gray and say, I wish I would have tried to do this, you know. Um, that was the biggest thing for me uh, is, is a challenge, and, you know, obviously it was going to be one. Well, Coach, I asked this question during media day earlier. You know, you know, five or six years there at um, Abilene Christian, I know maybe you probably wish your time there probably would have went a little bit better even record-wise and stuff, but uh, I want to ask you again, what were some of your biggest lessons um, that you learned from not um, – I want to talk about the positives and the negatives, yeah. just some of the lessons you learned from your time there. Yeah, I think, I think the thing I learned is just because you have a blueprint at one place, it may not necessarily fit at the other place. Um, you know, I think – coaches and myself I had to learn that um, there's more than just you know the football aspect of it you know you got to be able to look at the school the academics do you have the academic support there you need Uh, what's the school like is there majors where potentially a kid who's not a super strong student can can be put into and so those are probably the biggest things I learned is um, investigate a little bit more dive more into not I'm not talking about the football end of it it's all the other stuff of it, and, uh, and that's something I learned because I, di- I didn't do that when I went to ACU. Well, Coach, in December, this past December, you were hired on to be the head coach here at Central Oklahoma. Um, first of all, um, what, le- what, what attracted you to that job at UCO, and did you ever feel like you would be back in the MIAA? You know, I, that's a no. Um, you know, I knew right away I wanted, I wanted to coach. I think a lot of times guys in my position – 
because I was still under contract, you know, want to sit out a year and recharge. I didn't feel like that at all. I just felt like, man, I don't want to be sitting out. I want to coach. And, uh, you know, that opportunity came open. I think the biggest thing for me is um, when you talk to other coaches in the league, when I was at Northwest or even when I was looking at UCO, you know, I made some calls to guys in the league and was asking their opinion on it. And, uh, you know, the, 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 num- the, the theme that kept coming up was, hey, it's great high school football. Uh, Edmond's a great place. UCO's a really good school. You can recruit to that. And so that was the big thing for me. And then, obviously, I went there and looked at the changes they made in the facilities and, um, you know, all really super positive stuff. I know. I mean, you know, this is only your first year there. What are gonna, What are some of your biggest goals, like, in the first couple of years? And, um, you know, really trying to establish uh, not only your recruits but just your coaching and stuff. What are your, some of your biggest goals, not only your first year, maybe your first couple of years? Yeah, the, I, the big thing is it's just uh, – like our brand, you know, I want us to be physical and I want us to be uh, physically and mentally tough. I want, you know, people to see that in our play on Saturday. I want us to be a blue-collar football team. Uh, I want to be really fundamentally sound offense, defense, and special teams. And, you know, I want to be known for a, a, a team that doesn't beat themselves. If you beat us, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to earn it. Um, that's first and foremost. And then just trying to get a, a, a program where uh, guys – know that they can come in and, and that we're going to try to develop players. Well, Coach, I, I want to talk about some of the players now. This is a team last season where, you know, they had some ups and downs last season. They beat Missouri Western last year. They had a win against Fort Hay State, but this is a team that also lost to um, Missouri Southern. But um, just talk about um, some of the players that you have coming back and some of the players on the offensive end who you really feel like can step up this season. Yeah, our, our tight end, Dante McGee, you know, he's, he's been battle-tested there. He's, he's a six-year COVID, and he's played a lot. Really excited about him. Lane Grantham, our center. Uh, he's really the only returning offensive lineman we have that has uh, a playing experience. Johnny Basil at, at wide receiver has uh, got playing experience. Um, you know, after that, it's, it's, there's not a ton of guys on offense that have any playing experience. But the flip side of that is I do think we have talent. It's just, you know, it's, un, it's untested. And you, you never know how uh, you, young people are going to respond in, in adversity and competition. And the same thing with the defense. Um, some of the players that you have coming back and maybe some players, maybe some players that aren't starters, um, who do you think can step up this year? Yeah, safety, Queen Wicks, is, again, he's a very good player, great leader. Uh, but to me, you know, Rob Fuentes at defensive end and Michael Slater at defensive end, I mean, I think those are two special type players and, and high caliber players in this league. And then just talk about your special teams. I would be yeah. remiss if I didn't talk about yeah, them. No, it's, it, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's going to be all new. Kicker's going to be new. Uh, punter bows back. Phelps, he's, he punted a little bit last year, uh, split some time. But, you know, we're really, bat- we're really untested across the board on special teams. And then, Coach, I know that you haven't gotten to camp yet and stuff, and um, but, you know, week one in the NBAA, you're back against Missouri yeah. Western. So much experience playing Missouri Western through your day, through your coaching days and even playing days at Northwest and just um, being back in there in the fold. Just um, talk about um, playing Missouri Western that first week. Well, I, I think the thing that really sticks out to me because I've been there before in opening week, I, you know, I think they're going to have a really good crowd. It's a great atmosphere uh, Thursday night. You know, I know it's going to be a really exciting atmosphere to be in, and I think it'll be great for our student athletes to be a part of. Um, I, you know, excited to see the new renovations. I've heard a lot of really positive things about what they've done there, and, and uh, that's really cool. Uh, so look forward to seeing that as well. 
And I have one more question for you, Coach. And you mentioned this during um, your Media Day segment. Um, you know, you talked about the MIAA, how great it was up and down. I thought, I, th- I absolutely agree with you. I think the MIAA is better from top to bottom. It's not exactly top heavy as it has been in past years. But just talk about your thoughts on just the MIAA as a whole. Yeah, and so, you know, when I got there in December, it was one of the things you, you looked at it and went back and watched every game. And, I mean, that's really stood out to me. And, you know, Carney is a really good football program now. Uh, I think Atia is doing great things down there at Missouri Southern. That's a lot better football program. So I agree with you from top to bottom. And it's just, I think the thing that stands out is the diversity in the league as far as, you know, you've got teams that are going to line up and they can run the football against you. To, uh, you've got uh, an option team, you, and then you've got spread-type teams, uh, pass more pass-heavy teams. So I think it's a very diverse uh, league from top to bottom, which I think is great for, for anybody. Well, Coach, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And again, welcome back to the MIAA. Happy to have you back. And um, good luck to you guys as you guys get ready for camp. And good luck to you guys on September 1st against Missouri Western. Okay, thank you.